All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game, Game time, time decisions. decisions. Thank you, Yang. Game time decisions, level two, rolls off. Big man on campus uh, will join us in a couple of minutes. Nice. Uh, we'll jump into the uh, college basketball uh, card uh, this evening. I saw big man on campus was getting into it uh, with people on Twitter, which never happens. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. He never fights with anyone. Oh, no, no. I know. I, I, no, no, I, I, never. I see it. See, you'll fight politics, food, anything. If uh, Yeah, big man oh, likes yeah, to. It's, just, it's all day. <laughs> it's all day, but uh, he was day. tweeting. He's getting into it about he wants to uh, trade Ben Simmons for D'Angelo Russell. Um, and he's getting mad because people are like, that's crazy and stuff. And I disagree with him as well. Oh, he's crazy. I understand the frustration in Philadelphia. I understand the frustration with Ben Simmons. And I'm not even a Ben Simmons fan. Correct. And I like D'Angelo Russell. Um, so with all that being stated, but at the same point in time, Ben Simmons is a lot better than D'Angelo Russell. Yes, he is. Like he as a whole... Better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, and he and there's way there's more upside. And one of these years, Ben Simmons still a kid too. He's only twenty two, twenty three. One he'll of these years, he'll figure it out. He'll he'll want to shoot, and then once he shoots, he'll be deadly. He's just an aloof kid. And I'm not the biggest Ben Simmons fan, but he's a very good defender. He rebounds. He's a tough player to play against. Like players, like no, like he's good. His, his weakness is he doesn't shoot. Shoot. For yeah, one reason long. or another, he has, like, shoot phobia. Like, he's scared to shoot the, the ball yips. for some reason. He's got the yips, Gabe. He's like yes. a golfer who can't yes. putt. He thinks about it and freaks out. No, And, and you talk about it. Wingspan, check. Uh, upside, check. Every All these things are going to happen. This guy is going to oh, go off. He's a great she passer. Is, she is not, oh, great passer. See his numbers on Martin Luther King Day, too? He put up a, a crazy numbers, and that was out shooting the three. Once he figures that out, I would say, you know what? That's the thing. You invest in this guy now while the stock is low before he before he figures out how to shoot, and some team will be very happy in a year or two when he figures it all out. And he's not the problem. That's the thing with Philadelphia. Philadelphia, yeah. if you look, every year they're adding something new. Jimmy Butler, Al Horford, yeah. this. Yeah. Eventually, it's like guys, like you know, I think you know, and I like Brown. I don't. I don't think Brown is a bad coach, but. I think that's where you need to go, actually, if you're Philadelphia. Yeah. If things don't work yeah. out, it's not like they're terrible this year anyways. Yeah. They are who they are. You know what I mean? Joel Embiid is who he is. Ben Simmons needs to change. I get it. I just don't like that deal. You want to trade Ben Simmons, fine. Yeah. You want to break up the team, go ahead. But, uh, number one, they don't suck. And, number two, you're going to get ripped off. Like, um, it's going to be extremely difficult, Cam, to get a player back that's as good as Ben Simmons. And yep. D'Lo's not that guy. <laughs> like, he's not that guy. Gabe, I like him. At, yeah, I like him, too. But, but when he, you look, he, yeah, yeah. He's, he, yeah, he's not, no. Ben Simmons upside is He's just a scorer. He, when I look at Ben Simmons, I think he's going to be amazing. When I look at Brown, Gabe, he looks like the guy in the bar who's a sales guy, just like after a rough day. He look, I just look at his face. He looks so beaten down. Like, he's just like... Oh man, can I have another double d- double scotch? Yeah, like, yeah. He just sits there. Ah, you know what I mean? When I look at when I watch a Sixer game, I go, that looks like a, like the guy who's telling me his problems at the bar. He always looks like he's having a rough day making a sale, like Gil from The Simpsons.
Yeah, he does. He does have that. Uh, he does oh. have that. About, he's one of these dudes where it's not his fault, uh, but at some point in time, you know what I mean? He's the guy. Yeah, I wouldn't be panicking. Listen, I wouldn't be panicking. The Sixers won't be easy to play in the playoffs, I'll tell you that much. Where's Callaway? NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Right on cue, Cam. Callaway walks in. Oh, yeah. There he is. I, I love Callaway. Gabe, you got to admit. You like, guys just, just missed everything it. about him. He is so cool. Like, he's, wearing, hair. he's wearing a new hat today. He's wearing really? a new hat wow. today. Believe yeah, yeah. He's he got like, like a, an old yeah. rocker. Like, if you would admit Callaway, like you're in a band, he looks like a guy that was like in an old rock and roll band. Like he's just tall, skinny. He's got that look. I love his hair. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Back. Callaway's my guy, like hands down, my favorite guy. Uh, I don't know I, if you got the <laughs> shot, too. If you got the shot, if you go back, go back to the room now, guys. Go back to the horse uh, shot. <laughs> the dude the dude with the hat on the guy there. The bar. I oh, that guy's really not at the bar. He's hungry. Hey, look, there's there's Callaway's buddy sitting down there. You yeah, see, right there, there, yeah, he is yeah, like, oh, yeah, he's, he's into it. That guy's a yeah, he's going to the bar. Look at him. Hey, look, he's he's, he's got a hot tip. He's, he's got to look at his big hand. Oh yeah, there's Callaway way <laughs> back there. You're really right. Look at him, man. man. He's got <laughs> so, but the guy, so cool. the other guy, I love the, he was just he on was camera. Rough. I don't know if you saw, but watch, watch. He's scooping tickets up off the tables. For sure. This is the guy. He walks around picking up loose tickets everywhere all the time. It's gold, man. These guys are like these guys are characters. We got the that B guy. crew here though. <laughs> yeah, this guy. This They're guy not here. The like wolfing down everything. Look at the old guy in the glasses. He's just chewing on. He's throwing. He just threw he's a thrones. <laughs> I love these guys. No, he's man. No, he's running like to get jail. his bed in. <laughs> it's, like, it's like jail with betting with these guys. It's too good. Oh, it is. Like that. Tell you, it's like a, it is. It's like a jail cafeteria, or I like I say, it's an insane asylum, but with sports and horse betting. Let's bring big men on campus big in. Man. <laughs> um, it's it's eerily quiet here with the horse guys right now. Sure, what's what's going on, big man? Uh, How are you guys? Hey, big man. How you doing? Trying to get through. Trying to get to see you. Nice, nice job on Skype here. Looking good. Uh, yeah, trying uh, to get through. It's like guy. Big, big man's putting out horse winners and stuff like that, Gabe. So he could appreciate the the crowd at the book. Big man, I didn't know big man was such a horse guy. He's got picks over. You're the getting weekend. into the horses, big man. Yeah, you know, I, I found kind of a groove with uh, Gulfstream Park and um, excited this week for the Pegasus. I really kind of just stick with Aqueduct, Gulfstream, Santa Anita. I actually have a funny story real quick. The other day I was betting uh, out at Santa Anita. It was the last race, guys, of the day. Santa Anita. I had the five horse. He's coming around the final turn. Uh, he's in the lead. Horse just veers off the course, runs into the little wall, flings oh, yeah. it, the rider off. I'd, I'd never seen that before. It was kind of wild. Oh, it but, happens yeah, all the time, big man. Yeah, and they have a really, 
they have a really low wall out at Santa Anita now, so it was kind of weird. But yeah, it, it's been fun. You know, it's it's good during the day, and and you know, I've I've kind of found a groove with it, so it's worked out. They should close that track down. See, another three horses yeah. died over the weekend. That's a good point, Gabe. That's they can't the only have a track day. where they die. I don't know. It's, yeah. un, it's crazy. They don't die here, Cam. They're not dying no, they here don't. every day. No, they don't. Like they're not dying in Woodbine every day. No, they're not. They're not. That's there's something point. going on there. Like there's something. Like, let's just be real. Deal. I mean, but no one cares. Oh yeah, there's a problem. Yeah, yeah. Your your first race the other day, three horses died. Like I don't know what the hell the trainers are doing there. Uh, what the hell the California Commission does? Like they're useless. Like they're a menace to to like animals. Like they really and should. See, Listen, I'm pro horse racing, but that place needs to be yeah. shut down. They they clearly I mean, just don't care. Like how many horses are they gonna kill? Like a thousand, five thousand before we stop them? Yeah, you're cut. You're right too. It, it seems like, and again, it's the only place it's happening at. You know, you get you know occasionally you know a horse will die, and you know I yeah. remember in the uh, I think it was the yeah. Preakness or the Belmont, one of the horses died, but. Or a Breeders' Cup or whatever. But, yeah, it's weird. I, I don't know. It seems like they're just willing to say, well, as long as we have races going every day, it's, you know, it's okay. You know, horses die. That's what happened. Not at this rate. Not at the level of, of how many are dying. No, something's yeah. up. Like, something is up with something they're giving the horses there. You know, they were talking was it's not the food. Like, the trainers are trying to diss themselves. And I don't know. Like, look, we, we, we joke about Northfield, Cam. I mean, these guys are running yeah. in the snow every night. Their horses yeah, yeah, aren't dying every day. Exactly. Yeah. Like, they're clearly doing something at Santa Anita. Like, there's something going on there. And everyone deflects it. That's the yeah, problem, though, Cam. But it's it's yeah, one of Bafford's buddies. Bafford is covering it up. It, Bafford is sort of in on it. It's one of Bafford's buddies. The guy has killed, like, 40 horses. All right, and he's generally known for just being a prick and killing horses, and it's a common theme. But Baffert protects him. But then you have the the commission that doesn't want to seem like they're covering it up. Like, it no, and no one will accept responsibility. Well, it might be this, yeah. it might be them, it might be the trainers, it might be something in the food, it might be like everyone just deflects it, but it keeps going on and on and on, you know. But anyways, so. Um, Big man, I saw you tweeting. Me and Cam just uh, brought it up a little bit uh, about uh, the Philadelphia 76ers. And there's been rumors. There was the Ben Simmons uh, for uh, the uh, D'Angelo Russell rumor that was just sort of thrown out there. And I got to tell you what. Like, if you're the Golden State Warriors, they would do that in a freaking heartbeat. All right? Like, they didn't even want the Russell. Like, they just got Russell to trade him, actually, essentially. The Minnesota Timberwolves are the ones that really want him. And it, he's a perfect fit for the T-Wolves. <laughs> he can bomb away in meaningless games uh, with, uh, with Towns and Wiggins. But I saw that, big man, and I understand the frustration with Ben Simmons. I'm not a big Ben Simmons fan, but I do recognize his upside. He doesn't shoot threes. We accept it. It's part of his game, but he's a good defender. He's a great passer. He's a good rebounder. You know, you go you go through the the upside of what he brings to the table, and I don't like that deal for Russell at all, big man. Like that's the thing. Yeah, I, you want to shake the Sixers up, fine, but you're going to get ripped off in a lot of deals yeah, you do because Ben Simmons, ben Simmons is that talented, big man. Yeah. Listen, all, all everything 
everything you said was correct. He is a good rebounder. He is a great defender. He is a guy that can can take the ball into the lane and get, and get buckets. But it's it's not about what he doesn't do. If he doesn't shoot, that's fine. If he could score 25 points a game and be effective, I don't care. It's the point that when Joel Embiid is healthy, they cannot play on the same floor together. It's been two and a half years now, and it has not worked. It's simple. And, and you got to throw in the fact that this year, this team has no shooting. There's no perimeter threat. Um, as I said, the spacing is bad when those two guys are on the court. And I'm not saying that I, I want DeAndre Russell or, or, or whoever. I just want them to, to fix it because I don't think, again, that it can work. And if you think this current team is going to go and get past the second round of the playoffs, you're crazy. Uh, at the end of the day, Ben Simmons has been good over the last five games. The problem is Joel Embiid will eventually come back. And Ben Simmons has deflected. He doesn't want the ball in his hands at the end of games. He's useless from that scenario. I like the kid. I think he's a good player. I think he can be a good player. At the end of the day, though, guys, and I heard you talking, how long do you wait for Ben Simmons? I, I, I don't know. Uh, do you wait five years? Do you wait six years? I don't understand. And you look at D'Angelo Russell. He's having a great season. Is he the greatest defender? No, he's not. But he's not a horrible defender. You can mask his defensive issues at times with the other four guys that can defend at a high level. And one thing he's going to give you that Ben Simmons doesn't, he's a much better offensive player. He gives you that ability to shoot. He allows you to space the floor. And I think he could be terrific with Joel Embiid. Uh, Simmons would be good out in, in Golden State. He can be the point guard he wants to be. I'm not saying that I want DeAndre Russell or I, I want anyone else. He was just a guy that I had thought about. I still would want to see this team. I think the biggest problem in this group is Brett Brown. I'd be interested to see what Joel and Ben can do with another coach, a real coach leading the way. Brett Brown is the problem, uh, and until they uh, fix that, they won't win. And I'm going to tell you one more thing before I know you guys want to get to college. This team has a lot of tough games coming up before the All-Star break, and most of them are on the road. This team is 9-14 and 14 on the road this season. The, the Memphis Grizzlies are better on the road. The Phoenix Suns have been better on the road. This team is not good on the road. And I think if – how do you really justify, Gabe and Cam, going into the All-Star break where you lose two, three, four, five of these games on the road to better teams? I don't care about yeah. a five-game sample size against the Celtics and, and the Bucks. The truth of the matter is you're not better than those groups right now. And I don't think when Embiid comes but they back are- – it's going to be the same. You just don't want to get fleeced in a I deal, think big you're, man. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And I think you're you know? right. You're right and wrong, big man, in a sense of I agree with you. In the big picture, we all know deep inside, this team's not going to the finals this year, right? No. It's not going to happen. Like, I don't, you know, I'm not like, oh, yeah, the Sixers are a dark horse. Like, it's I, another way they're not going to be fun to play against. But at the same point in time, they're 29 and 16. Right. You know what I mean? They're 29 and 16, yeah. big man. It's right, a good record. Day, the playoffs, playoffs matter. They're not good enough. There's other. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Sticky, 
got for us, Cam? All right. Let's get it on the next segment, Gabe. Uh, too many windows open. Sorry, buddy. That's on me. Oh, I just gave up a double. Sorry. I was talking to Big Man, too. I, I got rattled. I'll, I'll, I'll be full uh, play. That's all my fault. Nobody Larry else. Walker. Larry He's Walker makes the He's Hall of Fame. Yeah. He's in. I'm happy. Good for he him. Gets, it, he finishes with 76.6% oh. of the vote. <laughs> he needed 75. <laughs> Squeeze. He got that last question on the exam yeah. right. Good for Larry. Good for Larry. Um. <laughs> so one thing, and poor Larry's yeah, good for Larry. Like, uh, but one thing, uh, uh, one thing about Larry Walker, he's going to get overshadowed right now by Derek Jeter because everyone's talking oh, yeah. about Derek Jeter uh, right now. <laughs> but Derek Jeter, there was the whole thing because remember Mariana Rivera got a hundred percent. Yeah, he was the first baseball player ever. To get 100%, which I don't understand that. How would Lou Gehrig not get 100%? <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, these these writers are just jerk-offs. But I don't know if they you are. saw this, big man. You're a Yankee fan, too. Derek Jeter did not get unanimous one vote. One person <laughs> <laughs> did not vote for him. Just to be a dick. These guys are yeah. unreal. Which I saw now you need to know who it is. Like we got to find out who is yeah. this. Yeah. Like I, you know what I mean? Like it. really? I think the person probably like did you it for did publicity. this just to be a dickhead. It's got to be yeah. someone that is just like jealous that Derek Jeter's messed with like all the hot actresses in Hollywood or something. And it's like, oh, why can't I be Derek Jeter? I, I, that's that's or no, nah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking more like Jeter must have been a real prick to this guy. <laughs> like, yeah, a yeah, lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you know, after games and what a loser. Some guy what a loser. And think of, th- think about that though, guys. Think about it, Cam. You have no way of ever getting at Derek Jeter. You know what I mean? You'll never I have know. as much money. You ain't doing his chicks. You ain't doing like you ain't owning a major league baseball team. You know how some of these writers are. Like look at a guy like Steve Simmons. You know what I mean? Like you don't think he would yeah. screw you if he could. You know what oh, I mean? They wait forever, and it's like, oh, Jeter, you were a jerk-off to me in 1990. Like, look at me with Dave Rigetti. Told me to go off myself. <laughs> if I was Rigetti. voting, I'd be like, yeah, what? You know, ready? How about you go F yourself? <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> it's payback. But, yeah, I don't. I need to know. I need to know, like, who kept this guy out? Like, who's the guy that wanted to be that guy? We got to find out. Be like a... It had to be like a Red Sox writer. Yeah, could be. <laughs> You're right, Gabe. These guys, we, we, we're going to know. Just, like, here's the thing. You can be a vindictive person in your life. That's your choice. But when you when you look at somebody's statistics, just don't be a fool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, let it go. You have to be a real, real idiot and a shallow person. Like, if a guy was, so who cares? We've been in dress rooms before, Gabe. I've had hockey players tell me to F off. I wouldn't keep them out of the Hall of Fame if they weren't uh, – Great players, you know, shake it off. Why is that? Are you that sensitive? No, exactly. Get bent. Guy's a clown. Who did it? Who wouldn't? Omar Vizcal, fifty-two percent missed out. Yeah, uh, <laughs> poor old. I like Omar Vizcal, but he's not a Hall of Famer. He, he's great. Player. No, you're not. You're not a Hall of Famer. No. Uh, you know, I expect though Larry Walker will go in as a Colorado Rocky because uh, he, he can make money off of that. But uh, all right, let's get into the basketball. Speaking of money, um, yeah. there's a couple of cool games uh, here and. 
you know, I, I've been doing all right with college basketball, actually, but I'm not going to lie. I haven't had an opportunity today to really put in as much work, so it's good that we have big man uh, here on this day. Although, my gut has been pretty good. I've been riding. I've been doing pretty well with the SEC, so let's jump in, actually, though, in your backyard here, big man, with Butler and Villanova. I've watched Villanova play quite a, quite a lot this year. I watched the UConn game on Saturday as well. Nothing's easy for these guys, man. They make their life very, very difficult. They seem to, like, you know, rely on just a few dudes to score. They're not like a pure, like, smooth offensive team. I'm actually leaning Butler. I got, like, you know, I, I hate to say oh, I got a gut feel, but I think this game comes right down to the freaking wire tonight, big man, with Butler getting three and a half tonight. What's your take on this one? I couldn't agree more. I think you're dead on the money in that one. I mean, you look at Butler – I don't love road teams in conference play, and any any better that bets college basketball will tell you that. But this is a Villanova team. I think you're right. They're kind of just missing something. They're very dependent on the three-point shot. If you know anything about Butler, they're a terrific perimeter defense. And I think Butler is the best player in the court in Kamar Baldwin. It seems like – and you're right. I think with Villanova, it seems like they make everything difficult. We saw it against DePaul. We saw it over the weekend against a very average yes, yes, UConn yep. team. I, I just yep. don't – I, I think the game, I think Villanova will win, but it seems like this comes right down to the wire. I think it's probably a lot like the Seton Hall-Butler game last week. I thought Seton Hall was just a better basketball team. They had the better player. Uh, anytime Villanova plays a very good perimeter defense, I worry about their ability to score. I think the game comes right down to the wire. I would love three and a half, four points in that situation. I, I would be on Butler as well. I agree with you. And, you know, Cam, you look at the number, and I don't like overanalyzing numbers, but... You, you would say, well, I'd like Butler, man, if we were getting five and a half. They ain't giving yeah, you five and yeah. a half. They know. No, they're not. And it's they almost like they're encouraging you to bet on Villanova. I bet you there's, like, younger guys out there. Oh, I'm getting Villanova at home, and, you know, it's all, I'm only laying three and a half points. You know, it's at home. Like I said, and I like big men. I like the fact, and I'll tell you what, I was on DePaul plus the – it was last Tuesday. Good call. You had it in yep. the first half. We cashed it for the game. Yep. And then I was – I had a small money line – I had a money line parlay – with Villanova to be UConn the other day. So I've been on both sides of them, and I've watched them, and I like the fact that they've won both those games, but, you know, a loss is around the corner. Like, I'm not that impressed with this team. If it wasn't for Jay Wright, like, he coaches them the victory. Um, yes, man. Like, I'm going to buy the half Gabe. point here, Cam. We'll, we'll buy the half point and get it up to four points. Yes, sir. S- since the really the beginning of December, Villanova has not won a game by more than – and outside of that, uh, I, I think six points. I think six points was the most they've won a game by. Every game is close. I mean, even, you know, Connecticut know. over the weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah. you, you got to go back all the way to, like, the Penn game or the St. Joe's game back in early I December. Hate. And, yeah. And I know that college basketball teasers, I haven't played one this year. But for the yeah. love of God, Cam, Butler plus eight and a half sounds good. <laughs> it does sound good. It'll be the extra this line, you need. This line tells you something. You know, you look at the games in the NBA last night. Why was uh, Boston only two and a half? They smoked uh, uh, dogs. They smoked the Lakers. This is a line that, you know, when you put it out there, you could have made Villanova five, you know, four and a half, five, five and a half, probably up to there, the three and a half, uh, probably to attract Villanova money. I'm with you. I think we got to take Butler. And I'll tell you something about these Big East games. It's the one conference. I love going with home teams and home dogs in college basketball, but visitors – 
It happened last week, too. Seton Hall's on the road. They went outright. Road teams in the Big East find ways. That's the thing, big man. That's the one conference where road teams yeah, show up, and, and it's usually a dogfight. And and the game, very, in the conference, you very rarely see blots. I mean, you know, occasionally you'll get it with, like, a Creighton at home against, you know, DePaul or something. But this conference generally plays very close, and Villanova has been the king. I mean, there's another team, LSU, that we'll talk about. I mean, I have no interest in laying three points at them tonight. I don't know what people are seeing with LSU. This is not the same group as last year, but some of these teams just play a lot of close games and they escape. What? What? And the guts of the game late. Give me Butler getting three and a half, four points, and the better defensive team. They have the best player in the court, Kamar Baldwin. It's funny that you lead yep. into Florida LSU. It's a nice game in a rotation as well. Because listen, I was on Florida on Saturday. Uh, when, when Auburn went in there, yet I'm feeling LSU here, big man. And I know it's almost scary, isn't it? I'm looking here. It's minus three, but it's minus 165 on a money line, which shows you that there's a lot of money that's come in on LSU here. And I got to tell you guys, LSU's one of these teams where I bet against a lot, and they find a way to win, big man. Like you stated, yeah. like who do they have? Like what do they do? They play ugly basketball, but they're freaking athletic. They seem to hit shots at opportunistic times. Their defense is good. Like, they're, you know, lanky kids and stuff. I'm with you. They're very raw. But every time I bet against them, I seem to lose. Yeah, they, they do win most of the games. And they find a way to escape. They did it last year a lot with, with Tremont Waters. And that was a way better team than this one. But I, I just, I think Florida's starting to get some momentum. Take out the Missouri game. Uh, Missouri just couldn't miss in that game. But take out that game. Florida's playing some really good basketball. They're starting to look like the team that I think a lot of people thought they'd be. And I think going forward, this is a really talented group. They're good offensively. They do a lot of really good fundamental things. And again, do I, does LSU win and, and cover? Probably. But I think in a case like this, if I'm getting you know, more than a bucket in the guts of the game, I think the game probably comes down to the wire. I want to be sitting on on that that road team. I just talked about two road teams. It's not really something, again, that I like to do, but LSU just plays close games constantly. I think they're kind of living on the edge, and I think sooner or later they're going to get beat. I think it's tonight. Tell me about this trap there. So we have a 21st Illinois team at Purdue, Purdue unranked, yeah. laying six. Total here, 127. In an injury for Illinois, what are, what, are, what are we missing here? Is this like going to be the trap of the century here? Purdue should not be laying six in this spot, big man, should they? Yeah, there's no injuries for either team. Both teams are fully healthy. Here's the thing, though. Over the last 50 games at home uh, in conference for the Purdue Boilermakers, they're 46-4 and four straight up. They've won wow. 17 of the last 19 at home by double digits. Uh, they just, for whatever reason, turn it on. They have been destroying groups at home this season, and they're playing with a ton of revenge. You look at the first time these two teams played, 63-37 Illinois. 37, I know. Purdue just wow. couldn't drop the ball in the ocean in a boat. Uh, they were ugly that game. This is a spot where I think, again, you, you pointed it out. I think you hit it right on the head. This is a spot where public betters gravitate towards teams like Illinois – Illinois will lose by double digits. They'll likely shoot in the 30 percentile uh, and get beat. Uh, Purdue will make 10 threes and they'll roll. All right. Uh, we'll hit a couple of more games on the other side. Then we got to get uh, Cam's uh, NHL uh, thoughts. St. John's, our boy Tommy, asking about the St. John's game. They're getting eight at Marquette. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. For the green with dailyroto.com this fantasy golf season for a limited time get free access to daily roto's dfs pga product including fantasy projections powered by data golf pga betting tools and of course the dailyroto.com fantasy golf optimizer don't lay up go for the green with daily roto head to dailyroto.com enter the promo code green to access a free seven-day golf membership that's dailyroto.com promo code green for a free tar- trial dailyroto.com where millionaires are made now back to gabe morency with our guest big man on campus Thank you very much, uh, Cam Stewart. All right, we've got a couple minutes with Big Man. I want to get to Cam's uh, hockey picks uh, here. We're blasting through some college basketball. We can't go through every game. We'll just ask Big Man what he's looking at, but a couple other uh, games here tonight. And like I said, guys, I never played college basketball teasers. I haven't played one this year. But that Butler game, up to eight and a half. I doubt, like you said, Big Man, they don't win by that many points. Um, although I'm comfortable with the four points. Buy, I'm going to buy a half point up to four. Uh, there, but you brought it up to Purdue, all Illinois. Uh, you got um, you know Purdue to win the game. You can get Purdue bet down to minus one. Butler at uh, plus eight and a half. Uh, Maryland, a bad road team, but they're Northwestern still at seven and a half. Sort of a pass there, but a couple of the other intriguing ones here. Uh, Miami's at Duke, big point spread there. Uh, Nebraska's at Wisconsin. And one thing with Nebraska is these guys have been covering some point spreads. Um, when they get these big numbers, I mean, they're 9-9 nine and nine on the year, but when they get double digits in these big chunks like this, they've covered it. Is Wisconsin built to win by this many points, uh, big man? So what do you think about Nebraska as a, sleep, uh, as a sleeper underdog here tonight? And then I brought up that St. John's at Marquette game, another Big East matchup. Yeah, the, the Wisconsin one's tough. I think you kind of hit it on the head. You're not really ever feeling comfortable about Wisconsin laying a big number. It's kind of how I feel tonight about the San Diego State Aztecs. I mean, this team has been horrid this year, laying above 12 and a half. I think one in four in games uh, where they're 12 and a half point favorites or higher. And Wyoming plays at one of the slowest pace in the country. Look at Wyoming's results. They do not lose a ton by more than 20. I mean, occasionally they're, they're going to get blown out, but they keep it low. The possessions are low. I could see that one like 65-49, something like that. They're a bad team. I'm not going to say they aren't, but 24-23 in a conference game seems like a lot. As far as St. John's Marquette, I have no interest in Marquette, especially against St. John's. Last year, they held Marcus Howard to 23 points combined in two games. Uh, for whatever reason, and now with Mike Anderson there, I feel like they are equipped to kind of handle him. Steve Wojciechowski is a complete hack. He should be fired. Six years he's been at Marquette, he's done absolute gots. He should be fired. Cut him loose. Uh, they're nothing outside of Howard. No, I'm serious. Look at his look at his uh, uh, career there. He's been bad, uh, especially with some of the talent he has. He's done very little with it. Um, I like St. John's. They're a scrappy team. They've been pretty good defense. Uh, and they've been able to handle and, and, and deal with Marcus Howard. If you can shut Howard down, Marquette just doesn't have very much. It's a lot of points. I'm it intrigued. Sure I'm intrigued by it. 
uh, with, with the Johnnies uh, here tonight. I think it's a decent spot uh, for them. All right. Any, any other games? So what game didn't I ask you about, Big Man? Anything you like here we didn't bring up? You know, it's funny. I actually, um, I, I don't ever bet hockey, but I got to tell you, I like the Penguins tonight. I think they come in and, as usual, beat the Flyers. The whole world in Philadelphia is talking about Flyers are back. They're ready to go. That usually doesn't work well for the Flyers. I know over the years they've struggled with Sidney Crosby. I got a feeling they take care of business tonight. Philadelphia seems a little too – this city is so delusional right now, by the way, I, but I won't get into that. Um, I'm kind of getting annoyed. What, with the Flyers? No, no, just with, all, with all teams. Team. Not with all every team. team. <laughs> Philadelphia is no longer negative. It's we buy into this delusional crap and, and we are okay with mediocrity and, and we're good with it as long as we're happy and our team's playing. You know, it's it sucks. I hate this new There'll be more but. there'll be a lot of Phillies hype too again. People will be yeah. oh, yeah. the Phillies once again. They're gonna win a hundred games and, and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Uh, Joe Girardi's the best manager ever and, you know, all that stuff, even though they don't have any pitching outside of one or two guys and their bullpen's very average. But, uh, yeah, tonight, if I had to play a game. I'll say one thing, big man. The Flyers are very good at home. It's a short price. Uh, They've been coming like they were down to Boston, 3 nothing. came back to win. They've been playing with fire. But when push comes to shove, who's a better team? Pittsburgh. So I agree with you 100%. And I expect them to show up in the Battle of Pennsylvania. They're not going to. Not, not, not show up. The Flyers are going to try to make the game rough, and uh, the Penguins have too much skill for that. But yeah, if I and that's you're totally right. If I had to play a game tonight, though, uh, I I would take Illinois, or I'm sorry, Purdue against Illinois. I, I, I like think it's Purdue. a great spot, and I do like Florida against LSU. I, I like uh, one home team, one road team. Big man on the campus. All right, uh, big man on the way out uh, here. What's your early uh, impression uh, or lean uh, with the uh, the Super Bowl? Uh, I'm taking the 49ers. I'm going to continue to be uh, hard-headed here. Um, I love their defense. I, I think with plenty of time to prepare, uh, they'll have a, a big-time answer for Patrick Mahomes. I like the fact that Jimmy's just been that game manager. Hand the football off. They will be able to run the football. I, I don't. I don't. I, I've never seen Kansas City put two or three games together where they continuously stop the run. It'll be a great game, but. Um, I'm going against uh, uh, Andy Reid. I'm going against Patrick Mahomes. I'll take the, the, the side that I don't think is going to be real popular. Kansas City is going to get bet to the cows come home. This should be a weird uh, kind of discrepancy. Their whole world's going to be on Kansas City. I'd lean uh, San Francisco, but it's amateur day at the Super Bowl. I'll look more into the props. That's where you can make the real money, as you guys know. Big man on campus. Follow him on Twitter, at Jeff Nadu. Thanks for the time, big man. All right, guys. Take it easy. See you next week. Yeah, later, big stuff. Man. Uh, enjoyed it. Enjoyed it on uh, Skype. It sounds like uh, this. Thank you, uh, I, I, Gabe. I'll tell you from guys we've talked about. I haven't heard anybody like the Chiefs. That's the problem, you know. Big man, I like San Fran. You like San Fran. Big man likes San Fran. I'm hoping the public just pounds the Chiefs. This Mahomes stuff because right now a lot of people like San Francisco. That seems to be my take on the situation. Yeah. Um, and the early money came in on San Francisco. Correct. I, I see a story here. I want to get. I want to get it right. Uh, man, I just saw. Here it is. All right. Early Super Bowl action has predicted the winner in nine of the last twelve years. All right. The Super Bowl point spread is different than any other point spread. Blah blah. None of the most probably influence line. All right. However, late money and mass move the odds. Uh, Super Bowl is open as a pick'em. As low as pick'em. First money came in. Yeah, this story's garbage. Yeah, it's a big story about how the game opened up as a pick'em, but now it's one and a half. So there, therefore, the money came in on Kansas City. 
The point spread here at FanDuel opened up at three. Exactly. The Chiefs were minus three. It was three, and it got bet down to one. Every time San Francisco scored a touchdown, it went down half a point during their game, and then by the end of the game, it was one and a half. And right now in Vegas, it's one. Like, this is it. With Now, guys, this whole thing with, with odds in the Super Bowl, there's different books now. Like, nobody cares. Remember all oh, what the Westgate says. Whatever. Who cares what the Westgate says? We're not at the Westgate. Yeah. But that's like one book. So in Vegas, San Francisco, California team, it's, it's Chiefs minus one, and I think it'll end up being a pick Um You're right. I think the casual fans get to bet the offense and look at the Chiefs angle. Uh, here, FanDuel started to release some of the props, just sort of the, some of the standard uh, ones, the, the quarterback yards, or at least they did uh, for the Chiefs. But we'll have time to get into the Super Bowl, 12 days away uh, from Super Bowl uh, 54. But let's get into the National Hockey League uh, right now, Cam. Vegas. Uh, you see, actually, the, the NFL draft, where they're yeah. going to have it? Yeah, At the, the Bellagio? The yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. I saw the, the rendering of it. I was wondering, like, how are you going to pull that off? They're actually yeah. putting the players in the water. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. Well, oh, they're not going to be in the water, but, like, no, like, like where there. the Bellagio fountain is, they're going to build a stage, and yeah. the players are going to get ferried. They're going to be like a little boat that's going to take them through the Bellagio pond to it's the cool. stage. I like it. And there's going to be 400,000 people on the strip. It's going to be off the hook, actually. It's going to it be is. nuts. I, I'll give them credit for that. That's a cool move. I don't like the shooting the pucks from the top golf place, but uh, it looks fantastic. Um, they're, shoot, um, they're shutting the strip down. What are you talking about? Top golf? What? <laughs> No, the, from the All-Star game, shooting pucks from the stands. That's a joke, but I like the Bellagio Talking about the thing. NFL draft. Oh, oh, sorry, NFL draft. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. I, the hell am I talking about? different yeah, sorry, I got it's different hockey. things. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, it looks great. No, it looks absolutely fantastic. <laughs> all sorry. Right, all right. I fell asleep there. I don't know what happened. Woo! That uh, happens. All right. Uh, Vegas. Uh, yeah. So, speaking of Vegas, <laughs> Vegas is against the Bruins tonight. Yeah. I don't know, man. I like the I like the tweets. Fire DeBoer after the loss to the Canadians. I retweeted Steve Carp in Vegas. I like I like that one. Um, Boston's one fifty five. <laughs> they should win. You know, DeBoer's just basically checking this team out. Do I want to take Boston at one fifty five? No. Uh, I will tell you one thing though. Vegas is real slow starters. I like the Bruins in the first period. That's what I would do with this game too, Gabe. And I don't do many first period bets, but I would rather lay them. Vegas, think about it. Down to Montreal, 3-0. All their games, they've fallen behind 2-0, 3-0. They've had one lead in the last while, and it was Mark Stone scoring against his former team, Ottawa. These guys are slow starters. DeBoer hasn't started that. Give me Boston, first period to be leading on Vegas. Money line. And the over. Winnipeg, like the over. Winnipeg at Carolina uh, this evening. I like taking yeah. Winnipeg as a road dog. They've been pretty good. You got They're it, actually 14-9-2 on the road, too. Damn right. You found it, Gabe. That's uh, that's our dog catcher special. That's the rabies Winnipeg right now. That's our dog we're going to chase. I'm not laying 170 with Carolina. Reimer starting in net two. Winnipeg hasn't played well their last game. This is a great bounce back spot, and I've learned about the Jets. Getting them at this type of price is a really nice one. Give us Winnipeg at plus 150 as our dog of the night. I'll take them in regulation, too, plus a half puck. 
Um, I don't know what the deal is, but the Islanders and uh, Rangers seem to play every night now. Yeah, it's <laughs> the ridiculous. Islanders, Battle Rangers, and Devils. Again? What is this, Groundhog yeah. Day? I know. Hey, Cam, <laughs> Islanders and Rangers a third time in like five five days. What the hell are you doing? Anyway, I'll tell you one thing. These overs have hit with uh, Georgiev going against uh, Bryce. So nice. Take the over, Gabe. Teams don't like each other. Penalties, special teams. Um, the Islanders have lost to the Rangers two straight games, too. Remember when we were on in-game? Uh, the Rangers won that spot. I'm not in. I don't want to take the Islanders. Islanders but aren't playing well right now. No, they're not. I would take the Rangers. Uh, I would take uh, yeah the Rangers in the over, but I like the over more. Give me the over six. I would lean with the Rangers, but the problem is here is this is the type of game the Rangers get you when they're minus yeah. 105. You know what I mean? It's like oh they should win. Yeah. Now you're getting the Islanders an underdog. Trotz is getting mad. They're giving up a ton of goals right now. They're blowing leads. They're giving up goals. They're getting sloppy. Uh, I think the kid tonight. watching uh, watching the show. <laughs> uh, yeah, nice. I would lead with the Rangers here too, but you're right. I got burnt betting the uh, the under, and I, it happened to me earlier with one of the in game unders of them. So uh, big man brought it up. The Battle of Pennsylvania tonight. Pittsburgh at Philadelphia. Um, what are your thoughts on this game? Pittsburgh Penguins uh, have just been uh, on a roll, Cam. These guys are just unbelievable. They find ways to win. They're the best in-game live bet. I wouldn't even bet this game before it starts. You hope Philly goes up a couple goals and Pittsburgh comes back. Uh, they 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 came back from a three-goal deficit against Boston. That's quite hard to do. I'm going to pass on this game. I know I told you I like a couple overs. Don't be uh, surprised if this game actually people will just bet the over. I think it's going to be a tight game. I like the under kind of more. I think Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh probably wins game, but I'm going to lay off due to the Flyers' success at home. But this game looks, oh, yeah, there's going to be lots of goals. I'm not sure about that. I think it's going to be a real tight checking game, but I'll pass. I'm tempted by the Penguins here, Cam. Yeah, real no, I, I wouldn't hold by it the against, Penguins. I, I wouldn't hold it against you. The Penguins are a better team than Philadelphia. Philadelphia is just hot, and they play really good at home. They're just they're playing well. The Panthers and Blackhawks on the board, too. Yeah, Joel Quenville returning to Chicago. Panthers won last night. We hit Panthers in the over, 5-4 versus Minnesota. Tough game. Blackhawks are the hottest team in hockey. We'll talk about this one after the break. Yeah, we'll have our best bets on the other side. Game time decisions continues. Hip-Hop Tuesday. Yang spinning it. Yeah. Yang. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Can't make this up, of course. Well, it doesn't surprise me, actually. New York Giants are adding uh, Freddie Kitchens to the coaching staff. Oh, wow. <laughs> what a what a murderer's row. Garrett Kitchens. Jason Garrett. Joe, yeah. yeah Joe Judge. I think I'll go get some Jets gear. The Giants. Wow. Like, if you're you saying Barkley fan. right now. Yeah, you must be losing it. Like, you're Barkley. Like, Odell can attest how much of an idiot the kitchens is so you know right now Odell's going to be like oh yeah this guy's a freaking moron 
And, yeah, the Giants, whatever, we'll get to the picks. But the Giants are a joke. Like, this is, they're really, this is this is terrible. You know, people can pretend because he was all stern and stuff that he was going to be a good coach at the press conference. Yeah, it looks like he's got a lot of connections in the NFL, huh? Jason Garrett, Freddie Kitchens. Like, really? <laughs> this is the Giants staff? Are you kidding me? Should have kept Shermer at this point in time. Like, dear God. Uh, But anyways, all right. So I sent an email. As you'll see, it's a little light tonight. (laughs) Uh, I didn't see the email here. Okay, let's take a look. Oh, I found it. We're in the process of... Yes. We're in the process of transferring camp. No, I I, I didn't lose it. I pulled it. I pulled it. Oh, good. You got some money coming my way? It it was a two-week battle. It was a two-week battle, and I really wasn't going anywhere. So eventually I was like, you know what? Pull it. Yeah, it's time. Like, it can only get worse instead of better. I sort of had that feeling. Okay. I see. Picks. Want some picks? And we're starting over. We're, we're yeah. starting over right now. That's so good hopefully we can roll it over here. All right, so Butler plus four. LSU yep. minus 165. Miami Duke over 147, Nebraska plus 15 and a half, Clippers plus one and a half, Penguins minus 135. So I'm taking Butler plus four, LSU on the money line, Miami Duke over 147, Nebraska plus the points, Clippers plus one and a half, Penguins minus 135. What do you got? Winnipeg Jets plus a half, plus 150 split. Boston first period, uh, New York Islanders, Rangers over six. And uh, uh, Butler plus four, Purdue minus five and a half, St. John's plus eight, Texas Tech money line. Good luck, everybody. All right, Scott Wetzel's already in the house here. Uh Uh-oh. In-game live at 8 o'clock.